What is up? What is up? What is up? Everyone, everyone, everyone. It's another day, another time, and another week for Will Talk Monday. You all, I have the famous Ms. Jamaica <laughs> in the building with me on tonight. How are you doing? I'm great, sir. How's it going? I am great. I am great. I'm good, great. Good. So y'all, sit back, relax. We're about to get started. But y'all know how we always started off? Let's go. What is up? What is up? What is up? You all, you all, you all. It is another day, another time, and another week for We'll Talk Monday. You all, we are back. We are back. We are back. And you all, in case y'all been living under a rock for a while, we're going to go on and I'm going to let this beautiful woman of God introduce herself and tell y'all a little bit about what she does. Go on ahead. Hey, Real Talk Monday. What's going on? It's your girl. It's your homegirl. Uh, auntie, big sis, little sis, niece. However... I'm known in the industry. Uh, I am um, a promoter. I am a manager um, in the gospel music industry. I also do uh, event planning. I do marketing and branding, uh, radio strategy, things like that to help push, promote, and to get the saints where they need to be in this great industry out here and to make sure that the integrity of the ministry stays in place. That's the purpose of the company. The name of my company is Miko Management. And I have worked with so many different people. I've had the honor and the pleasure of being part of so many different ministries. And I am so glad to be in this industry at this day and this time. So you all she is really modest with what she does. Like, this girl is always on her grind. Like, she always got something new coming out. So we're just going to get started and start asking her some questions. And we're going to go from there. Y'all have y'all's tissues ready because she will make y'all cry at a drop of a hat. So, I mean, just <laughs> So first question that I got for you, ma'am, when I say quartet, what is the first thing you think of? Quartet. Uh, growing up, um, I was a quartet baby. I knew quartet um, in and out before really um, I went to school. And that's saying a whole lot. But I grew up in it. Um, the first thing I think about when I think about quartet is the way it makes you feel. Um, quartet is a feel-good um, music. Of course, we know gospel music is feel-good music anyway, but it's something about a good quartet drive. It's something about a good quartet song and now a good quartet worship that sets you into a whole nother place. Um, 
and it just it just does call saints trying to call me and they y'all see me tag get this stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm like where did she go <laughs> y'all see me tag get jump on jump on but um yeah so that's the first thing that i think about when you say quartet to me um is that it is definitely uh the feel good side of uh gospel music it definitely feeds the soul and it feeds the spirit it is for you whatever you need it to be at the time i feel that i feel that i would agree like for me i was quartet born and raised born in it don't know anything but quartet music don't get me wrong god but learn to love contemporary but for me it's quartet till i die like Give me some Harvey Watkins. Give me some Willie Neal. Give me some Williams Brothers. And I'm good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So you said you was born into quartet. So who were some groups that you grew up loving? Like groups that when you was growing up, you just loved their sound. Wow. Um, I grew up because my father was a quartet singer. And because he kept the girl on the road all the time. Um, I grew up in a lot of traditional quartet. Um, I grew up at the time, what we call now traditional quartet, which mm -hmm. was um, Uncle Harvey and the Cantons, mm -hmm. uh, your Lee Williams, your Spiritual Jubilees, your, uh, your Pilgrim Jubilees, your um, Mighty Clouds of Joy, um, Spencer Taylor and Howie QCs, like it's just it's so many that I could keep naming and keep naming, keep naming, and um, it was amazing to see one of my favorites, one of my all time favorites was Willie Neal Johnson and the gospel keynotes. Um, it was something about Willie Neal, uh, and the country boy, to, Willie never had seen okay, the country boy, the country boy, all he had to do he was pull off that handkerchief. <laughs> And it was over. It was he never over. He left to sing it up to Jeffrey and Robert and Teddy and the Tally Boys. And he, he let all them do the sing. Paul will be like he let them do the singing. But you knew that Willie Dell Johnson was in the building. The oh yeah, you knew it. You knew it. The country boy himself mm -hmm. talking about as soon as he came on stage, talking about. I've been waiting all night long to sing to y'all on the night. Yep. We're the baddest in the land. Hands hey, down. Hands down. Hey, we haven't um, imitated, but never duplicated. Never. And I was just about to say that we haven't seen that kind of uh quartet in a long, long time. Um, also, you know, love to hear um Tommy Elson. Love to like I loved all I love to hear all of these people and now to be out here and to see them as generals in the business and when I was a little girl and actually get the chance to talk to some of them and experience some of them uh, in the back line and they feed into um uh, into you what they know like that's a blessing like oh, that's yeah. a blessing like that's that's everything to me. Oh, yeah. Like, I got to meet, one thing I loved was growing up, my dad had an organization that he founded called Citizens for Gospel Music. Every year, during Memorial Day weekend, 
in Cave City, Kentucky, we would have a lot of these major quartet groups come through Cave City, Kentucky. We have the Williams Brothers, uh, Lee Williams, Mighty Clouds of Joy, Willie Neal Johnson, uh, Luther Barnes. So it's the Jacksons of the Nears, the Cantons. So it's like sitting back now, I can really like be in amazement that a lot of these major groups, I've actually had the opportunity to sit down and actually meet. So it's like, it's amazing to me. Yeah, it's um, it's very different. And, you know, I think a lot of our issue is that we we don't really glean from them like we really could um, because they have so much knowledge. I sit and have short conversations. Yeah, you know, a bunch of short conversations can give you a whole lot of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so talking uh, to Uncle Harvey in a short conversation, talking to Paul Porter in a short conversation, even uh, um, Pop Huey, uh, Hugh Williams from the Jackson Southern Ears, because I was a Jackson Southern Ears fan, um, um, talk, to sit down and actually talk to them and then hear the things that they have to say. Like, it makes so much sense. And it would help the industry so much if we pulled from that knowledge, um, I really think, you know, we have become a genre divided in a sense, uh, new school and old school. But at the same time, it's all of us out here doing the same thing, um, learning, still building, still bringing knowledge. And um, that's what's going to keep it. That's what's going to keep us going. That's the only thing that's going to keep us because let's be honest, when you look at it, when you see these contemporary artists, they're not really divided like that. But when you Mm -hmm. look at quartet, we are completely divided in a sense. But then when one of our legends passes away, we're quick to pay tribute to them. Give them Mm -hmm. their flowers while they're living. Let them see their flowers while they are living. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just um, I'm I'm excited uh, to have known Quartet at that time, and mm-hmm. I'm also excited to see Quartet where it's on its way to. Um, mm-hmm. We're getting closer and closer um, to a time where we are being recognized um, as a as a powerhouse because we were the only the only segment of gospel music that was still moving or even offering to do anything during the pandemic time. Oh yeah. You had a different group, two or three groups every week that was doing lives and um, keeping us uh, inspired and keeping us uplifted. Nobody else did that. Nobody else did that. So hats off to Quartet for, for being who they truly are and showing the world who they truly are. I agree. I agree with that 1,000%. I loved it during that time because it's like you're getting all of these quartet concerts mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Like yep. I loved it because every last one of them was killing it for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So the next question that we have for you is how did you get into managing? How did you get into that? Wow. Um, Truth of the matter is I never really came out here to be a manager. 
Um, what a lot of people don't know is is that uh, I sung for the longest. And wait, um, what? Yeah, I just don't tell people that part. I tell people now that I'm retired. <laughs> that I'm retired, but um, I sung for the longest. And the last thing that uh, my sisters and I did was we opened uh, up for Fred Hammond and Donnie McClurkin during their tour. And so... You're not just going to skate past that like... <laughs> like We just opened up for Fred Hammond and Donnie we'll, McClurkin. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah, about uh, it. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. We're coming back to that though, y'all. Trust me. Yeah. Trust so me. I saw... Um, I saw a lot business-wise, but I also saw that there were a lot of people in uh, this area of gospel that weren't properly getting paid. They didn't really know how to negotiate. They didn't really work with contracts. They didn't really uh, see the necessity in deposits and things like that. We were doing a whole lot of work on favors. And so um talking to people and doing research I just kept hearing people say all the time I just don't know how to speak for myself I don't know how to talk for myself I've done this for so long I don't know how to do it for myself so that's how I got into the management side of it and um, that's how that all started and I was actually working that part uh, without it being known publicly and was doing work behind the scenes with that um, with some people because I never came out here to be a household name. I came out here it's to help keep the work. integrity of the music together. Whether you really, and a lot of people still think my name is Miko and it's not, <laughs> but I answer because that is my company name. But um, initially, like I said, I just really wanted to see um, the integrity and the level up of the business side of it. And so that's, that's what keeps me on the road now. That's why I do what I do. I feel that. I feel that. So how do you find a balance in everything is the next question. Like the balance as far as being on the road, being a mom, working, like how do you find that balance of everything? Um, the only answer that I have for that is Jesus. But um, the reason why I say that is because uh, you have to have balance. And I want people to understand this. If they get nothing else, I want every person who operates in ministry, artistry, whatever it is, to understand that balance is so important, so important. Next to your ministry, it's the balance of it, because um, my husband passed away in 2015. And so I now have two children to see after and to raise and take care of and to still be able to do what I do. But um I just came when I came home on Tuesday morning after being on the road. First thing I did was I asked my son, okay, what you want to eat? Because I had to take my road hat off and come home for a few days and mm -hmm. be mommy and catch up. Okay, what happened? What went on? Everything all right? Feed it to me. Give it to me. Let's sit down. Let's talk about it. I have conversations with them and uh, especially with him. He's my football player. How did practice go? How's this going? How's that yeah, going? And you will cry at a game at his wrap of a hat. 
we know where. Yeah, he's trying to expect. Don't be trying. I told you we had this conversation. <laughs> I got on it. Don't be trying. Hey, to hey, hey, hey! I told you I'd go light on you tonight. I told you. I told you. I told you. But you, you have to. You have to learn how to pull off one hat and have to put that on. Sometimes, um, you know, I have to structure my day um, according to what I do. So that I have time to take care of Miko. I have time to go to work Monday through Friday with my nine to five. And I have to come home. And in between time, all the time, and it don't never stop, is be mommy. So above all else, I have to make sure that those three things are covered. But I'm always going to make sure that my family is covered first. Amen to that. Amen to that. Y'all, we're going to be right back. We're going to take a quick, quick, very quick commercial break. And then we will be right back with more with Miss Miko. Yeah, in a minute. Mm-hmm. So you ain't going nowhere, y'all. Hold on. Thank you for tuning in to the Spin Award-nominated Real Talk Monday. We appreciate you for taking time out of your busy day to listen to our show. Please tune in to the podcast, which drops every Tuesday at midnight. Also, tune in next week as we have another awesome interview for you. Please go and like us on Facebook at Real Talk Monday, Instagram at Real Talk Monday, TikTok at Real Talk Monday, and YouTube at Rev JHG3 Ministries. Go subscribe to us. Also, if you have anything that you would like us to discuss, you can always email us at realtalkmonday one at gmail.com. Be blessed. What is up, y'all? The Spin Award nominated Real Talk Monday officially has merch for sale. These t-shirts right here, you can get them in any color that you want. Plus, they are only $20 for a small to a large. Extra large is $30. And then shipment is only five extra dollars. Message me in my inbox to find out more information on how you can order your t-shirt. And we will definitely get with you all, all right? Love y'all. Be blessed and be blessing to someone else. God bless. All right, all right, all right. We are back. We are back. We are back. And look, before we go any further, I got to let you know what you just said about finding that balance. I'm going to have to talk to you behind the scenes because... As for me, I'm not even doing half of what you're doing, but I am in ministry. I have my own brand that I'm working on. Plus, I'm also working a nine to five and I'm finding a hard time finding that balance. So it's like I'm struggling with that. Yeah. Like, no lies. It's, it's something you definitely have to figure out. Not tell anybody. Everybody's balance ain't the same. But you have to find out what works for you and then you have to make it work because um, just like I told just like I find time to do everything else, I have to make the time to be sure that even if you have to set a schedule on what to do, as childish and elementary as that seems, that's just what you got to do. And we laugh, uh, you know, Five Heartbeats is one of my favorite movies, but Big Red said my out. office hours are nine to five. <laughs> and my office hours are pretty much whenever I'm finally tired, I finally shut it down. And half the time when I'm finally tired, my phone is still in my hands when I'm knocked out of sleep. Because it's like I'm always working on something to drop 
to get ready for the next night. So it's like, I understand. I haven't found that balance. <laughs> I understand. But definitely talk about it. My mind never shuts off. I sleep with the phone on one side of the bed and I sleep with the laptop on the other side of the bed. Mm-hmm. Person that will get up in the middle of the night and lean over and type I mean, something. Yeah. Exactly. You, you understand. <laughs> you understand. You understand. Yes. <laughs> like I will go to bed at nine o'clock and get up at three in the morning and be right on somewhere working on a flyer and like working on like something like for merchandise or something like that. I'm always busy, always doing something. See, that's something I haven't mastered. I haven't been to bed at nine o'clock probably since I was like 10 years old. <laughs> Look. Here lately, I've had to go to bed at nine o'clock because we've been working a lot of overtime at our job. But I say I'm going to bed at nine o'clock, but I still don't do it. It's like it might be eleven thirty before I finally go to sleep because I'm like, I get it. Working on this over here, I totally get it. It's somewhere, it's somewhere between the hours of about one one thirty ish for me. But y'all call me at that time because now I'm not going to answer the phone. No. Like my phone is only available for certain people around that time of the morning. Mm-hmm. But I'm up nine times out of ten working on something. Yeah. There's um my uh my hands, you know, stay busy all the time. And having um Monday through Friday, you know, nine to five, being a mother, having me go to run, mm-hmm. then also on another business, I have my own internet company with healthcare products that I run. And um, now I'm just now finding out about this. I don't <laughs> even know about this. Y'all got y'all got follow me. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a whole lot of stuff about to come up. But um, I'm also now the tour coordinator and assistant to the Williams Singers, and yes. and my last one for right now. Is uh, me and my girl Lynn White, Lady yep. Lynn, Lady Lynn Live. We are currently doing working on the TED Talk Tuesday brand. So um, we uh, Glover, y'all call him Glover. Glover's got uh, Real Talk Monday, and then we got TED Talk Tuesday. Come on, look how we keep information going and keep pumping it in your ear. If uh, ours right now is every other week. And once we get the branding and stuff up and together, because um, me, me and Lynn both been in the middle of a move. So <laughs> once we get that set up, then we'll be on every week. Yes. And whenever y'all get that set up, both of y'all are like family to me. Lynn has been on here. You have now been on here. I will yeah. definitely be having y'all on Real Talk Monday to talk about Tech Talk Tuesday. Trust me. I will we be having y'all on here. Talk too. Yeah. Yeah, I will definitely be having y'all on here. So let's talk about how you got involved with the Ram Singers. Wow. Um, what a lot of people don't know is the Williams Singers and I have um, worked together um, in different capacities since 2015. Um, once we got together and we started moving and we started... Um, I guess really bringing, you know, bringing ideas and stuff together and y'all, anybody that knows me, you watch my stories and stuff on my storyline or anything, then y'all know that I am a Williams Singers fan. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. But those are also my God brothers. Um, I am a part of the Williams family, wives, then Mama Linda, like everybody, like I just don't live in Indianapolis, but I am definitely a Williams. <laughs> okay. right. Not my blood, but I'm definitely a Williams at heart. So um now that uh Miko once Miko started, the Williams singers poured into me. They poured so much into me and they kept me encouraged. They kept believing in me, kept believing in what I do. So then when the tour came about, they called me and was like, baby sis, can you, we want you to come help and do this because I've worked with uh, Desrell and the Let's Go brand. And um, a lot of people saw me with that. Uh, And then once we got to the tour part, now everybody's like, oh, okay, okay. So that's how I ended up with my brothers. And those are my brothers. And let me tell you, baby sis fights for her brothers. Mm-hmm. So I'll just tell y'all that now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So the other question that we got for you is, what is it like being a woman in pretty much a male-dominated genre? Like, what is that like? Um, I know people say, you know, that it's really male dominated. It is um, as a uh, as a musical genre uh, when it comes to the singers, the musician part. Um, and there are some awesome y'all hear me. If y'all haven't listened, especially lately, there's some awesome female quartets. And I will put some of these females up against any of these dudes. Oh, yeah. Oh, right yeah. Now. Um, just hardcore, you know, I love it. I love it. They got that whole Tina Turner spirit on them and I love it. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love it. But what people don't realize is that a lot of times in the background, in the background, the promoters, the, um, the, things, the things like that are all women led. So a lot of people more, don't talk about. Um, there's more women out here who are working behind the scenes and we're just not on the stages. We, we're not the ones with the mic behind our hands, but we are so grateful. And one of the, you know, organizations that I work with and I love dearly to my heart is the gospel league of women promoters, Mm -hmm. a group of women who have come together. Ain't no animosity. Ain't no, ain't no background. Ain't no nothing like that. Ain't no hidden agendas. We have legit come together and brought not only our management skills and our groups, but everything that we work with from graphics and event planning, hosting, things like that. We bring it all together and we sit down and we cultivate ideas to help keep this genre going. Yeah. And that's amazing. Because... In all honesty, I know they say that it's a male-dominated genre, but what would Quartet be without a lot of these women that really push the genre and push it to being where it is, in all honesty? Right. And let's be real. It's the women that buy, that buy the tickets. Like, let's, let's, let's keep, keep it real. real. I was about to go ahead, but I, let's, let's, let's be real about it. It's the women that buy the tickets a lot of the times. We we buy the tickets. We are the ones who um we pump the music without without the uh accolades 
and the thank yous behind it all the time. Like, say what you want to, like, think what you want to, but, like, that's just hardcore truth. Like, when mm -hmm. it comes down to um, what you uh, want your program to be and who your target is or whatever, you hands down, you can already bank. It's your first 25 out of your first 50, out of your first 30 tickets is women. Man, I can be honest. I had a program back in April, quartet program, first one that I've had since the pandemic got started. And I really wasn't expecting it to really be that well attended because COVID was still kind of going on, but things was kind of calming down. Mm -hmm. So I'm in the room changing clothes. My pastor comes in the room after I done finished changing. And he said, Reverend is looking like it's a pretty good attendance out there. I'm like, huh? I peep out the door. You see a few guys out there. There's a few men out there, but most of it is a lot of women. And I'm like, wow. And I'm like, okay. Yep. And, um, you know, to even bring that statement home, um, it's it's crazy, Glover, because at the same time, men love quartet, mm -hmm. but the women support quartet. That's it. That's it. The women ain't afraid to put their money where their mouth is, <laughs> where the man will support it, but they ain't going to put their money behind it. The women are like, I don't care what the ticket price is. I'm coming because this group is on the lineup. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Rain, sleet, or snow, I'm coming just because this group is on the lineup. Why would they catch a flight? <laughs> yeah. You, so, you I mean, never lie. Well, you just have to, you have to be real about it. You have to, you know, we got, it's real talk Monday, right? So yeah, we, got, we got to be real with it. We got to facts. be. That was, you know, hardcore fact, but that's the truth. That's the truth. Like, even up until the point to where even when, like, I did the promotion for the concert, I set it up to where people could buy ads to promote for the concert. Most of the ads that was purchased was from women. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I had a few guys that purchased ads, but mm -hmm. it was mostly women. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, we support. Oh yeah. We uh we support women support quartet. So um that might need to be another brand if if my girl Lynn is on here watching, Lynn we might have to throw that in somewhere. Oh yeah. <laughs> we su oh, we support that. But oh, y'all yeah. do y'all do without the thank yous in return without the thank yous in return y'all support it one thousand percent. Like if y'all didn't come it would pretty much be a dead house like where nobody ought to be at. Yeah. Let's just keep it real. I just want to say uh, real quick, um, that's one thing that we as a whole uh, system need to get back to is the fact that it's the difference when we say support and we say we love something. Mm. Um, love it, you support it. Um, if you love it, then you support without any kind of uh, behind it and it takes there's room for all of us out here 
And people complain all the time, you know, this isn't this and that isn't that. Well, what can you do to help it? Like, are you really supporting? Because I'm finding out a lot of the people who um, are complaining aren't supporting. Mm, say that again. Say that again for them. A lot of a lot of the people complaining are not supporting. Mm. Yeah, support. Like, you ain't gonna put your money in it. Don't say nothing. Right, you know? support is come to a show and you don't mind paying the ticket price mm. instead of coming in for free. And say that again. Woo, that's a word right there. That is a word. Y'all be trying to come in there talking about, yo, can I get the hookup on this ticket? Because, you know, I've known you for this long. No. If you support it, pay the full price. That's it. That's that's support. Support is when you're not on the program, but you come in and you buy the ticket to support your other brothers and sisters on the stage. Support that, is also, even if you can't come to the program, buying a ticket anyway and being a blessing to somebody else. I, I can't tell you how many times I've done that. Like, look, mm -hmm. I can't be here, but what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to so into your program and mm -hmm. give this ticket away to somebody else. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know y'all heard that beep on my phone. Like, people sending me text messages now. <laughs> so, in close. In closing, in closing, let's wrap it up with what would be your advice to somebody that is trying to get into what you're getting, what you are in? Like, what is your advice? My advice would be to do just what the Bible says and all of your getting, get an understanding. Um, know what you're doing because it's more than saying that you're somebody's manager. It's more than... Um, saying that you're booking for somebody. It's more than um, getting a large paycheck because you scheduled somebody on a show or because somebody hosted a show, you hosted a show for somebody. It's more than that. Know what it is that you're doing for these people when you do it. Know what it is that you're offering. Um, be uh, intentional about what it is that you're doing. Um and it's okay to not be for everybody. It's okay because you're not you're not for every single group. Mm -hmm. Meaning you're it's it's not your call to work with every single group out here in the business. Find your lane, work your mm -hmm. lane, stay in your lane. Trying to get still trying to call me. Y'all see me on live. Um, <laughs> it's it's not your calling to walk in somebody else's shoes. Mm -mm. It's not. It's not. Do your and be good with where you are. Like we've come too far, y'all, to be jealous. Mm. It's way too much. It's way too much work out here for everybody to be jealous. And I'm telling you right now, if you out here trying to be famous in this genre, you out here for the whole wrong reason because this is not the genre to be famous in. You need to cross over and you need to work on the secular side of things or you need to go find, run down Kirk Franklin uh, because him and Maverick City, the only ones out here touring and doing big it. stuff and like that. Right it. Selling out while they touring. Cross, cross on over. Cross on over. Because in order to work in quartet and to be strong and to help build in quartet, 
you're going to have to understand that it's not about your name. It ain't about how many groups you manage. It ain't about how much money you make. It's about the ministry and the integrity of what it is that you're doing. Mm. And you can't help nobody else if you can't help yourself. Ooh. You just said a whole word, a whole word. Mm. I mean, I have, I'm out here and I'm helping because of the knowledge that I have, the book smarts and the smarts from me being a nine-year-old and my daddy sitting me down at the tape table showing me how to keep numbers <laughs> in an accounting log at nine years old. It, it's followed me, but I too have mentors that I pick up the phone and I call who've been out here. They've they've done road life for over 20, 30 years. They've played music. They've been musicians and are still musicians. They are singers. They've been behind the mic. They've been the business managers. And I, when I don't know something or if I want, just want to pick their brain, Jamika picks up the phone and I call them and say, mm -hmm. hey, what you think about this? How you think about that? That's how I do what I do because I will never, as long as I am on the face of this earth, I will never stop learning. Never. When you stop learning, that means that you're the smartest person in the room. And when you're the smartest person in the room, you need to get in another room at that point. And if you ever, if you ever get, you don't need to be in a room. You just need to be by yourself. That part. Can't nobody understand you. That but part. You, so, that. um, that's, that's my advice um, to artists. Know that there's room for you. Quit trying to be like everybody else. Quit worried about what everybody else is doing. Do what God told you to do. Work your vision. Work your brain. And then the doors will open for you. But you got to do the work. Stop comparing yourself to everybody else. This, this is management, artistry, whatever. Stop comparing yourself to everybody else. Stop looking to see what everybody else is doing like get your own because your creative niche may be in a way that somebody else's isn't that you can help work something in the industry that's lacking because you just won't do what you're supposed to do in your lane mm. you just said mm. so that's that's my advice work your lane stay in your lane build your brand do what it takes to keep your face and the integrity of your brand up and do what it work your vision. Bible says without vision, the people perish. A lot of y'all going to end up perishing because you won't simply work your, your vision. Not at all. You just said, ma'am, if I had a mic, I would drop the mic at this point. Cause you are <laughs> just dropping bombs on the night. <laughs> Like literally dropping bombs. So last but not least, tell the people where they can find you at. And y'all trust me, she will be back. We will be having her back on here. But tell the people where they can find you at. You can find me at me on Facebook. Um, my name on Facebook is Jamika McCowan Ewing. But um, you can also find Miko Management page on Facebook as well. We are also on Instagram, so you can find us on Instagram. We are about to, we are rebranding because I can't teach y'all how to brand if I don't keep myself updated. So we are in the midst of rebranding. And so by the end of October, you'll be able to visit the website, the new Miko Management website. And you will also be able to schedule artists from that website. You'll be able to purchase 
the uh, hashtag iQuartet brand, which I own. Um, mm. You'll be able to pick up that merchandise there. You'll also be able to find out other tidbits and you'll have links to your Tech Talk Tuesday to uh, Miko Management and all those that I work with. So y'all, as y'all see, this girl stays busy. Like I said, though, trust me, she will be back. We will be having her back because she is dropping bombs on tonight. And I appreciate her for coming on. Uh, Thank really you for having me, Glover. I appreciate it. No problem. No problem. She is one of those that we've never met in person, but it was like through Facebook, like this became like my big sis in my head, like literally like that's just how cool she is yeah and if y'all see me out y'all come talk to me come holler at me um, just make sure y'all come with tissues when y'all come to talk to her listen i didn't cry on your show tonight now <laughs> i did good yeah you did you did you did I, i'll give you your props you did good you did good you did good <laughs> so y'all definitely stay tuned we'll talk monday has a lot get ready to drop like, for instance, next week we have an interview with one of my good friends and my brothers talking about their anniversary coming up with Levis Rice and the Levites. Y'all don't want to miss that interview on Monday. Also, the next Monday after that, we switching it up a little bit, and we about to have this discussion on toxic relationships. Wow. So y'all make sure y'all tune in to that on the next Monday after that. And then after that, we're going to do a Will Talk Monday celebration and uh, celebrating two years of Will Talk Monday. Y'all never know who's going to pop in doing that celebration. We got a lot of things planned for that two years of doing it. So I definitely felt like it was something to celebrate and uh, yes. bring in some old friends, some old faces that y'all have seen, but you haven't seen in a while on Will Talk Monday. So bring them back and let y'all see them again and just have that conversation on that night. So get ready. We dropping some new segments with more information will be coming about that. So stay tuned. And as I said, Miss Jamaica will be back. I promise you that. I appreciate you. And we're going to close it out at this time. Thank you for watching Real Talk Monday. We pray that you enjoyed today's episode. Please make sure to like and follow our Facebook page for further updates. Also, make sure that you listen to the podcast that drops tomorrow at midnight on all major podcast stations. You can follow us at any of our social media accounts. For Instagram, it's at Real Talk Monday. For TikTok, Real Talk Monday. For Clubhouse, you can find us at Real Talk Monday. For YouTube, it's Reverend JHG3 Ministry. And if you have any topic that you would like us to discuss or you would like to sit down with us for an interview, email us today at a real talk Monday one at gmail.com. God bless y'all. See y'all next week. Peace.